Section 88 of Hidden Treasures This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in February 2013. Hidden Treasures by Harry A. Lewis. Self-Reliance. Of all the elements of success, none is more essential than self-reliance, determination to be one's own helper and not to look to others for support. God never intended that strong independent beings should be reared by clinging to others, like the ivy to the oak, for support. God helps those who help themselves, and how true we find this quaint old saying to be. Every youth should feel that his future happiness in life must necessarily depend upon himself, the exercise of his own energies, rather than the patronage of others. A man is in a great degree the arbiter of his own fortune. We are born with powers and faculties capable of almost anything, but it is the exercise of these powers and faculties that gives us ability and skill in anything. The greatest curse that can befall a young man is to lean, while his character is forming, upon others for support. James A. Garfield, himself one of the greatest examples of the possibilities in our glorious republic, once said, The man who dares not follow his own independent judgment, but runs perpetually to others for advice, becomes at last a moral weakling and an intellectual dwarf. Such a man has not self within him, but goes as a supplicant to others, and entreats, one after another, to lend them theirs. He is, in fact, a mere element of a human being, and is carried about by the world an insignificant cipher, unless he by chance fastens himself to some other floating elements, with which he may form a species of corporation resembling a man. The best capital with which a young man can start in life, nine times out of ten, is robust health, good morals, fair ability, and an iron will, strengthened by a disposition to work at some honest vocation. We have seen in the preceding pages that a vast majority of our great men started life with these qualifications and none other. The greatest heroes in battle, the greatest orators, ancient or modern, were sons of obscure parents. The greatest fortunes ever accumulated on earth were the fruit of great exertion. From Croesus down to Astor the story is the same. The oak that stands alone to contend with the tempest's blast only takes deeper root and stands the firmer for ensuing conflicts, while the forest tree, when the woodman's axe has spoiled its surroundings, sways and bends and trembles, and perchance is uprooted. So is it with man. Those who are trained to self-reliance are ready to go out and contend in the sternest battles of life, while those who have always leaned for support upon those around them are never prepared to breast the storms of life that arise. How many young men falter and faint for what they imagine is necessary capital for a start! A few thousands or even hundreds in his purse he fancies to be about the only thing needful to secure his fortune. How absurd is this, 
let the young man know now that he is unworthy of success so long as he harbours such ideas no man can gain true success no matter how situated unless he depends upon no one but himself remember that does not history bear us out in this we remember the adage few boys who are born with a silver spoon in their mouth ever achieve greatness by this we would not argue that wealth is necessarily derogatory to the success of youth to the contrary we believe it can be a great help in certain cases and conditions but we have long since discarded the idea that early wealth is a pre-eminent factor in success if we should give our unbiased opinion we should say that to a vast majority of cases it is a pre-eminent factor of failure give a youth wealth and you only too often destroy all self-reliance which he may possess let that young man rejoice rather whom god hath given health and a faculty to exercise his faculties the best kind of success is not that which comes by accident for as it came by chance it will go by chance the wisest charity in a vast majority of cases is helping people to help themselves necessity is very often the motive power which sets in motion the sluggish energies we thus readily see that poverty can be an absolute blessing to youth a man's true position in the world is that which he himself attains how detestable to us is the brighton's reverence of pedigree americans reverence achievement and yet we are tending towards the opposite witness society as it bows with smile and honor to the eight-dollar clerk while frowning on the eighteen-dollar laborer this is wrong work is work and all work is honorable it is not only wrong but disgraceful it is better to make our ancestry proud of us than to be proud of our ancestors he is a man for what he does not what his father or his friends have done if they have given him a position the greater is his shame for sinking beneath that position the person who is above labor or despises the laborer is himself one of the most despicable creatures on god's earth he not only displays a dull intelligence of those nobler inspirations with which god has endowed us but he even shows a lack of plain common sense the noblest thing in this world is work wise labor brings order out of chaos it builds cities it distinguishes barbarism from civilization it brings success no man has a right to a fortune he has no right to expect success unless he is willing to work for it a brother of the great orator edmund burke after listening to one of those eloquent appeals in parliament being noticed as employed in deep thought was asked of whom he was musing he replied i have been wondering how ned contrived to monopolize all the talent in the family but i remember that all through childhood while we were at play he was at study ah that's it the education moral or intellectual must be chiefly his own work education is education no matter how obtained we do not wish to be understood as deprecating the usefulness of colleges not at all but a mere college diploma will avail a young man but little 
as before stated education no matter how obtained is equally valuable study like that of webster and greeley by new hampshire pine knots and that of thurlew weed before the sap house fire is just as valuable when once obtained as if it had the sanction of some college president the world will only ask what can he do and will not care a fig for any college certificate the point is if a young man be not endowed by self-reliance and a firm determination colleges will avail him nothing but if he have these colleges will push him wonderfully nevertheless colleges are not essential to success an educated idiot will never make a statesman it is said that when john c calhoun was attending yale college he was ridiculed for his intense application to his studies he replied why sir i am forced to make the most of my time that i may acquit myself creditably when in congress a laugh followed which roused his southern blood and he exclaimed do you doubt it i assure you that if i was not convinced of my ability to reach the national capital as a representative within three years from my graduation i would leave college this very day while there are some things in this speech that were possibly unbecoming yet the principle of self-reliance this faith in himself this high aim in life was undoubtedly the marked characteristic which brought to calhoun his splendid success no young man will ever succeed who will not cultivate a thinking mind if he is not original in aims and purposes he will not succeed witness the attempt of others to continue the business of stuart they had not only his experience but the benefit of his great wealth he succeeded without either they failed with both he was obliged to establish a business they had the benefit of his great patronage it has been said that a lawyer cannot be a merchant why while a lawyer he thinks for himself when a merchant he allows others to think for him a certain great manufacturer made kid gloves his speciality and so well did he succeed that today his trademark imports to manufactured rat skins a value incommunicable by any other talisman it is a poor kind of enterprise which thus depends upon the judgment of others what can be more absurd than for a man to hope to rank as a thundering jupiter when he borrows all his thunder remember that the world only crowns him as truly great who has won for himself that greatness end of section 88